So there's a lot of really cool things happening in the tech world right now. Uh, Note 7 um, is being released in the process of being released, uh, being sold. Um, great technology on that, including the iris scanner, uh, which means that if someone robs you, they can just hold the phone up to your eyes and unlock it. But VR devices are coming out. Uh, lots of cool. They just made an announcement about a self-driving car that won't have pedals or a steering wheel. That's going to be uh, manufactured coming soon. Uh, so lots of cool technological advancements. Lots of really great geeky gadgets that are coming out. Uh, everything is moving forward. But the question is, those things are coming out now. Why is it so hard and taking so long to see all the geeky gadgets that are presented in the movies? The Matrix happened so long ago. Uh, Minority Report, all these other movies. And we're not seeing any of the gadgets presented in those type of movies today. So that's what we're talking about. What types of gadgets from futuristic or sci-fi movies of the future... We want to see happen today. Coming up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we are uh, again riding in the car with Corey, coming from the gym. And Corey raised the question about... Um, what things, well, if initially it was in sci-fi movies, but then overall, what things uh, from sci-fi movies, technological advancements that we would like to see, like, today or within the next five to ten years? Um, and then we just changed it to what things overall, technology-wise, that we would like to see now or in the next five years. So, first up, um, and this is me... I want to see a phone with a battery that lasts three days, period. That's it. I want to see a phone with a battery that lasts three days. There is no reason why we cannot have a phone with a battery. Doesn't matter how much you use it, how many podcasts you do, video gaming, whatever, that it should last for three days, if possible. I think one of the biggest problems with that is the fact that um, it's just all the apps we have on our phones. Nope, shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. Apologies, it is raining, so you might hear the rain. Yeah, so between the rain and being in the car, you might hear a little bit of weird feedback going on, but apologize for that in advance, but uh, bring it on. Um, a phone with a battery that lasts for at least three days. Three days? You don't want to push it, push your luck? I think we could start with that. If we have a car with an electronic battery that can go 200 miles, it should not be that difficult. To have a phone with a battery that will last. Why is he out cutting grass in the rain? What? Sorry, got distracted. Wow. Someone paid him to. Okay. All right. So what do you what do you want to see? Well, what I would like to see is actually on the dawn of actually happening, and that's, this was like one of the things that inspired me to post this. Um, with the dawn of 3D printing, we are going to see a lot of things come up. Because the problem with 3D printing right now is the fact that it's tied up in patents and it's not open to the public as much as you would like. 
So those patents are set to expire, I think, next year for 3D printing, which means it can open it up to the public. Now, one thing that is starting to come about is prosthetics. We are now 3D printing, able to 3D print prosthetics. And you know, the average cost of a prosthetic is, is usually within the tens of thousands, if not more, even with insurance. But with 3D printing, it can cost you $102. Or $2. I would be a and little stronger and sturdier. Well, that's the thing. I would be a little weary of the strength of... stronger and sturdier than the one... Because Stephen, for those of you who don't know, we have a friend named Stephen. He lost both of his legs. Uh, he has prosthetic legs. And I, when I look at his legs, I mean, they're solid. They're, 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 the metal is... So I would be... I mean, I would say it'd have to, it would have to be th thoroughly tested before it was given to someone so that that person doesn't do damage. You got people with prosthetic arms and legs that are doing sports they're running right. marathons and, and there are people that have 3d printed 3d printed prosthetics that are running marathons okay. because really... what people realize is you want to focus on strength so much that you remove the ability for it to be tensile it, 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 bend. it can't bend it, it's so sturdy and rigid that you want it they'll, they'll focus the pivot point where it attaches but you could actually make the pivot point part of the prosthetic with 3D printing, so it releases some of the stress on the actual frame of the prosthetic. Okay. So very, very hard plastics. Very hard plastics. Okay. Well, one of the things that I want to see is uh, all of the, I don't know if it's graphics, but the interactive, gra interactive graphics uh, that you see in like Minority Report, that you see in The Matrix, like which Avatar? was decades ago, that you see in Iron Man, where he's pulling up yeah. things and he's interacting with them physically and digitally, uh, although they're virtual, but they have that level of reality. And when you interact with them, they're actually causing things to happen, whether it be computerized or whatever. I want to see that today. Minority Report came out years ago. It had it. Matrix came out, what? Matrix have that? Yes. That's how they were opening, uh, well, it may have been the, the second Matrix or the third one, but that's how they were opening uh, the, the gates to let people, to let the ships in. Yes, they were. Okay. Yeah. You're so, right. And that was that. what? That was know, 1999? Maybe, yeah, maybe 2000, somewhere. Third one was maybe in the 2000s, but it's been long enough to where we should have that today. Here's the other thing. I don't want to see any of these things. For thousands of dollars it shouldn't cost thousands of dollars to make it i don't want to see an actual hoverboard that costs like seven thousand dollars 500 bucks for an actual hoverboard that's realistic you know less than a hundred dollars probably not realistic and it's probably not quality or safe but it shouldn't cost thousands of dollars you shouldn't have to choose between this technological advancement or paying my rent for a year i mean it should be accessible um and reasonably priced for the product. So, yeah. All right, so what else do you want to say? Well, uh, now that, like, the beginning of VR is coming, I would like to obviously see more advancements with, with VR, like, for gaming and things like that. But at the same time, I would like it to become affordable. It's not really realistically affordable right now. Like, you can get a headset, and... Everything, 
but it's really, I would just like to see it become more affordable and more mainstream as it progresses. And I, I think it's heading that way as more companies get into the VR realm. Originally, you had, you know, what is it, Oculus Rift? Yeah, the and, VR's coming. There's nothing yeah, you can do yeah. to stop the VR. I mean, Samsung is in it, and they're all about trying to make things every day, maybe not at the most reasonable price, but eventually working its way down. Uh, a lot of other companies are getting involved with it. Uh, Google's got their fingers in it. I actually bought the Google Cardboard, not the cardboard one, but the plastic ones. And it's, it's pretty cool from a gaming perspective, but I would like to see it take it from gaming into an educational perspective, into a learning it perspective. Will. I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, and make it more, because, you know, gaming, you know, yeah, gaming's great, but that's a small segment of the population, which may be why there's not a huge push, but what you can do learning with it, training with it, education with it, to where it opens the doors, then there's more companies that are going to say, hey, let's get in on that and help help revolutionize that section of the industry. I personally believe that it will get to that point. Like, it's so fresh and new. Like, the tools to build games for VR are so limited, but it's improving every day. All right, so what else do you want to say? It's your turn. Oh, okay. Um, I want to see, and I know we're seeing this somewhat, and more companies are getting into this as well. I want to see, like, self-driving cars that aren't a fortune. It's so dangerous. It's I, dangerous and not dangerous at the same time. I don't think it has to be dangerous, though. In, I in mean, my opinion, when it comes to self-driving cars, if you're going to have self-driving cars, how do you account for the unexpected? How do you do it? Well, even with a human behind, it, it's hard to account for the unexpected. For me, like, you remember, you remember iRobot? Yeah. All cars were self-driven. Yeah, and so they were in, uh, what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sylvester, no, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley uh, Snipes. Man. No, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yeah. Or they were, they were all, him had a knit while he was yeah, all the, <laughs> that was funny. All the cars were, were self-driven. And, and I would be okay with that. And I, and I think it may not be for everybody, and you're right, so you may not want to see them on the highways, but... In the local communities, so that the older people, you know, who I can still get around, but I can't drive because I can't see so good, can get in the car, get to the grocery store. They can still get in and out of the car. They can still get around at a grocery store. Or the disabled people, like Stephen, for a while, he wasn't driving, and he had to spend a lot of money to get his van retrofitted to accommodate, you know, his lack of legs and everything. So uh, I, I just feel it's. I think there's a place for it, and there's a place for it in the everyday, in certain situations. I don't think everyone should have one to go cruise, you know, from New York to San Jose on a road trip. Probably not the best. And you do have the people who are going to be like, dude, we can drink and get high all night long because of self-driving cars. Although it probably would replace Uber. Um, You know, we were at Riverfest last night. Everybody was drunk. As I was looking around, I mean, everybody was drunk. They were, like, spilling beers. They were walking. I saw people as they were walking back handing it to other people. I'm not paying $5 for a beer, sorry. Well, yeah. Just a little cup. I mean, I didn't drink at all, but just watching people to where I thought, you know what? Some of those people literally had less than a mile or two to drive. And if they had a self-driving car, I would feel better than knowing some of those people... We're going to get in their car and try to drive themselves home. 
They were going to hang out after the fireworks for like 10 minutes thinking, that's long enough. I stopped drinking for 10 minutes or two songs or as the band packed up. And then they're going to try to drive home. And it would be, and I'm not encouraging drinking and driving, but I'm saying if people are going to drink and people that do drink, that's great for you. Um, be safe rather than risk your life, your license, uh, your ability to earn a living if you need your car to get back and forth to work and risk someone else's life. Self-driving car. I am. Um, the problem with me with self-driving cars, and it's not that I don't think that they're safe. The problem is, is I don't know how you could possibly program for the unexpected factor. Like you cannot. You, you can program can't. for some stuff, but you cannot. I mean, you have to make it the same way. If something comes into your field of so vision, I thought of one yeah. thing. What if you made self-driving lanes that was only for self-driving vehicles? That'd be great. I still don't think they deserve to be on the highway because too much unexpected. No, but imagine if you just like an HOV lane, like or or a bus lane where they're kind of isolated. So you would have a self-driving car lane that it would be a perk to having a self-driving car. That typically there wouldn't be accidents because it would be separate. And it'd be a lot more efficient because they they are not they're a lot more efficient driving wise. Yeah. Um, and there are, for those of you that don't have this, in downtown Pittsburgh, there are lanes, not just on the highway, not a, but all throughout the city, that are for buses only. So I right. can see. Now, buses. the problem is it would take a lot to infrastructure, infrastructure to create those lanes. Well, I see a lot of places <laughs> doing that for. In a city like Pennsylvania, where we are, Pittsburgh, it just wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be feasible. The infrastructure is already so small to begin with. You can barely fit in the lanes right now. Yeah, and it's going to impede a lot of in people. in other cities, I don't see... Like, well, I, in California, oh, it would do so much benefit for them to do something like that. Yeah, so in some situations it would work, and others maybe not so much. And uh, so that was me. One last one for each of us. What do you want to say? Oh, man, I wasn't even prepared. I got it off. I think, I don't think, I don't really think it's going to, I think pretty soon we may actually have like a form of storing data in our actual bodies. Kind of like a thumb drive in your thumb. You want us to become robots? I, I think androids technically. So you want me to have a prosthetic arm and, and, and in my other arm I have a data storage device. I think it's coming. That downloads data. So is that data interacting with my brain anyway, or it's just it's so just, I don't no, have to? I, I, that's way off. So I, I don't have to carry around the flash. I don't believe so. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. I'd rather use the cloud than have them stick something in me. I would rather. No, I, I just I, I don't trust the cloud. And you trust somebody sticking something in you? It's in me. But that thing hasn't been... And what if the guy sticking it in you makes a mistake? And how, you got to have a way to get the data into Ask you. Ask Hillary if she, if Hillary Clinton if she'd prefer to have a, something in her finger or something in the cloud. Well, then that means all the Russians would know what's in their finger. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, that was fun. I should have went there. Physical um, versus cloud, I would always take physical. I, 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 I do agree. It's not that I don't trust the cloud. It's just that we've all seen it. Hey, this is a great product. You dump all your information into it, and then the company says, we're... We lost your info. We lost or, your info. And someone else, some country in China got your info. Or worse, uh, sorry, we're closing down. So you have 30 days to get all your info out of here, or we're going to do whatever we want with it. So 
there's always risks. I agree. All right, my last one is based on a podcast that Corey was playing yesterday when I got in the car talking about <laughs> the different ways in which the world is going to come to an end. And one of the ways they described... Which we will talk about one day. Yeah, we'll get to that. One of the ways they described was uh, a theoretical creation of nanobots that would be used to, like, in the event of, like, a... was it? An oil spill it's called something? the Grey Goo Theory. Yeah. And it's just they would create nanites, which were self-replicating. Right. To... It would eat the oil from an oil spill out of the ocean, and something would go wrong. Whether and instead code, of eating the oil, they would eat everything, everything carbon-based. Everything carbon-based, which means fish life, plant life, which would wreak havoc everything. on our ecosystem, and then somehow work their way onto land. It's just how cells work. And they theorize that if this happened, and I can't remember another, it was either eight or eighteen days. Until the end of all life on Earth. It would eat all of it. Eight days. Because it would constantly try to replicate itself, just like our cells in our body. It's yeah. just a cell. And those cells that we're replicating would be replicated with one purpose, to eat all the carbon they can find. Carbon life. Right. Now, here's my thing that I would like to see. Rather than that, I would like to see nanites, or nanobots, whatever you want to call them, that attack and kill cancer cells. That's something that they're making. It's something they're trying to make, at least. I, I don't see why we can't see that today. Well, because there's so many different... All the cancer cells are different. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't just isolate one... You can isolate one form of cancer and make it focus on one cancer. And then if there's another form of cancer, you isolate it and now focus on that. So it's 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 possible. It's it's, it's, it's doable. possible it and doable. possible and doable. You but know what stops it? Government. And money. Yep. There's enough money to do it. But, but they wouldn't rather, make enough they'd money. They'd rather make the new jet strike fighters than, than... Yeah, they wouldn't make enough money. No one's going to get rich doing that. In my theory, you would. Because you would be like... Uh, Even if you made it affordable, you'd still make ridiculous Well, you'd get rich because you're keeping the population alive. And if... I know Maybe this sounds don't. foul, Maybe they don't but want. if they stay alive, they continue to pay taxes. Dead people can't pay taxes. So I can't get money from dead people. So from a government perspective, I think they should do that. I think they can do that. And I don't want to see that in the next five years. I want to see that in the next two to three years. Um, well, nanotechnology is on the rise. And just combine all the money going into nanotechnology with all the money going into cancer research and, and just make that the main focus and goal to attack and kill the, the cancer itself or whatever the, the correct biological term is for I could, see, I could see some forces, some issues that could happen. There are some issues that could happen. Because you've got to remember, cancer cells are our own cells that are incorrectly multiplying. Yeah, but if you kill them and stop them from spreading and multiplying. It's true, but it usually... Because like, that's what they're, that's what the whole the radiation is designed to kill those It's cells. designed to kill everything, so yeah. it stops replicating. Yeah, so, but... Okay, so that's what I want to see. We'll end it there. Now, just so some of you know, we filmed, or excuse me, we recorded this uh, a few days back on our way back from the gym. And just yesterday or today, I saw an article talking about nanobot technology being used not to eradicate cancer cells, but being used to go and inject medicine directly into only the cancerous cells. 
because radiation kills everything. Uh, but these, this nanobit, 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 nano, this nanotechnology would just go to only the cells that are damaged or cancerous, inject only the medicine that's needed, and come back. So we're we're seeing it, and we're coming closer. But how about you? What what kind of things would you like to see happen today? I mean, I'd love to see uh, things that would make you know things like hunger and and. Uh, and then a uh, thing of the past and things like uh, where we'd be able to go and provide water in places where people are literally dying of thirst and be able to provide medicine in a, a quicker and more cost effective manner uh, to, to all of those places that, that don't have any medicine and are dying of diseases that some uh, nations have eradicated you know, from their uh, nation, but other nations don't have the money or medicine and they're dying of it. Uh, but I'd love to hear what, what kind of things you would like to see. What technological advances would you like to see happen today, right now? All right, looking forward to hearing from you guys. Till next time, true believers.